into the tea with reality. Hello everybody, you're listening to Reality, where we talk and dig about the topics deeper than the titles. I'm Umi Nur Saira and these are my partners Nurwan Ashura and Nur Hazira Izati. Say hello guys! Hi! In this episode, we will talk about one of the Sustainable Development Goals, SDG. The Sustainable Development Goals, also known as the Global Goals, were adopted by all United Nations member states in 2015 as a universal call to action to end poverty, protect the planet, and ensure that all people enjoy peace and prosperity by 2030. The difference between MDG and SDG is MDG mainly targeted the developing countries, while SDGs applies to all countries, whether rich, middle-income, and poor. For this episode, we will focus on the third SDG, which is good health and well-being. Before we introduce our guest for today, let's listen to this PSA. Hey guys, here are some of the precaution steps needed to stop the spread of coronavirus. We must avoid these three C's in our daily life. The first C is close conversation. Avoid close conversation with the person you're talking to. Do not forget to mind your social distancing at least one meter from each other because it will reduce the transmission of the virus. Second, avoid confined spaces such as leaves and prayer's room at petrol station because it is hard to apply social distancing in a confined space so it will increase the chance of transmission of the virus. Third, avoid crowded spaces such as assembly for wedding ceremony because it will increase the possibility for you to get infected especially in a place with a lot of people in there. Remember guys, we have not lost the war against COVID-19, neither have we won the war yet. So, we need to be together to break the chain of transmission. Please continue to stay at home and stay safe. Yep, true. Stay safe people, stay at home. So, without further ado, introducing to you our guest of the day, Dr. Nurwan Saliza Binti Iswan, 25 years old, medical graduate from International Islamic University Malaysia. She is also a houseman of house officer at Hospital Tengku Ampuan Afzan Kuantan Pahang. It's an honor to have another speaker with us today, which is Miss Putri, to share her HIV journey experience with us. Anyway guys, Putri is not her real name. Hi! Hello everyone! So, when will be starting the first segment of this podcast? Thank you, Yaya. Before I start, you may want to listen to the tips or activities you can do while staying at home during this pandemic. Hey guys, so here's are the tips that you can do while staying at home. First, you may want to do a home workout since it's kind of hard for you to arrange your time to gym or going to park due to works and classes before this. Now, you have more free time at home. So, a quick workout session every day is a must to maintain your mental and physical health. Next, we have a lot of things going on, especially on the social media. What else if not the food recipes that went viral? You can try to bake and cook new recipes with your family. Last but not least, cleaning the whole house with family. A clean and tidy home ensures a healthy and cheerful family. Reorganizing furniture around will provide a new atmosphere and environment for the family. You may want to clear out your wardrobe and put aside all the unwanted used shirts and pants and old stuff because if you don't use it anymore, there is really no reason to give up space to it in your closet. And if they're in good shapes to be donated, let someone else enjoy them much more than you do. 
Okay, so the first question is, Dr. Saliza, in layman term, can you please briefly explain to us about HIV virus? Alright, so HIV itself is the name of the virus, which is human immunodeficiency virus. Therefore, when we say HIV patient, it's actually patient that have been infected by HIV. So to be more specific, when HIV invade our body, they will attack our immune system. So when they jeopardize our immunity, we are exposed to all kinds of infection. Why is that? Because uh, if we have a normal immunity, we are protected. Immune system is meant to fight against infection. Huh, I see. Okay, so Miss Putri, during this pandemic, how do you take care of yourself since you are very sensitive to this current surrounding, right? Hmm, well, basically, I just stay in my room most of the time during this pandemic. I go out once a week because um, I can't stay in my room forever. Also, I have to do what I do because my immune system is not very good. Well, um, about the medication routine, I have to take my pills every day um, without miss and on the exact same time. Ah, oh, I see. That must be very hard for you. And like, what are the typical daily routine of HIV patients, such as eating habit or physical routine? Hmm, well, um, aside from doing my prayers, I wake up for classes or just wake up like a normal human. Then I continue most of my days in my room, doing my work or just entertain my family. So, well, as for my eating habits, um, I have to eat more protein for my body because my body is losing so, so much weight, which I think this is because of the pills and well, maybe the side effects. Mm. And I can eat one hour before taking the pills and can only eat after one hour. As for the physical routine, well, basically, I just have to exercise more. Yeah, of course. Okay, thank you, Putri. Back to the author, Saliza. Would you like to share with us your experience, especially in treating HIV patients when they come to the hospital and their condition already deteriorating? Oh, okay. Um, as a new doctor, um, to be honest, I don't really have a lot of experience in treating HIV patients, mm -hmm. but... I do remember one case that I encountered. He presented with infection, like a lot of infection. We can say like a multi-system infection. He was bedbounded, a bit drowsy, and not and not oriented to person, time and place. So what we did was basically symptomatic treatment and treating the underlying causes. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about symptomatic treatment, it is a treatment that we give to alleviate the symptoms. For example, when patient have fever, then we give antipyretic. Mm. If patient had pain, then we give analgesic. Mm. And then treating the underlying cause means we treat the source of infection by giving specific antibiotics towards the particular bacteria. That's a lot of information in there. <laughs> so doctor, like what kind of counseling given to the patient as well as the general public for a site as a doctor? My advice to patient will be first and foremost is compliance to medication and treatment like Putri as mentioned before. Mm -hmm. As you all know, currently there is no curative treatment for HIV but the disease can be controlled. People with HIV who get effective HIV treatment can live long healthy lives and protect their partner. And then for the general public, mm -hmm. particularly to those who have multiple partner sexual impulse relationship, Please and please do safe and protected sex. For example, use a condom mm -hmm. and 
try to avoid oral anal sex because we know that one of the HIV infection transmission is sexual intercourse. Moving on to the next segment, I am Hazira. Dr. Saliza, is a patient going to have any difficulties after being diagnosed and set up for medications? Alright, so yes, there are difficulties that they need to face physically and emotionally. As for the physical part, they need to be prepared for the recurring infections and getting sick due to that. They will need few hospitalization and need to consume different kind of medication for the different kind of treatment. So regarding the treatment for HIV itself, they need to be very compliant with medication. They need to take medication twice daily at the exact time of 8am and 8pm. Mm. Some more, oh yeah, some more, with the stigma of our community that stereotype HIV patient as a bad person that cannot live anymore as a human being is very burdening and stressful for the patient. They are actually mentally tortured and having high possibility to develop mental illnesses. For example, major depressive disorder, bipolar disorder, and etc. I see. So, do HIV patients prone to other disease? If yes, what kind of disease that have high possibility to attack HIV patients? Well, I think yes, because our immune system of the HIV patients are very low. They are prone to have higher chance of getting diseases. Mm. The worst one is AIDS, which um, is life-threatening. Alhamdulillah, I discovered mine at early stages so that um, early preventions were taken. As during this pandemic, I need <clears throat> extra care and caution for myself. Yeah, that's true. As I mentioned before, they are exposed to all kinds of infections since their immune system is down already. Thus, even the simplest kind of infection, for example, a simple flu, mm-hmm. uh, will be a threat for your life. But HIV infection always have an association with STD infection, right? So STD means sexual transmitted disease. Mm-hmm. Examples of STD are gonorrhea, syphilis, trichomoniasis. So in HIV patient, we always screen for the STD infection. Wow, now I know. But some people say that we could not share things with HIV patient. What is your opinion regarding this, Dr. Saliza? Okay, before answering what we cannot share or what we can share with HIV patient, it is very important for us to know first how HIV infection transmitted. There are three ways. The first one will be sexual intercourse, of course. Second one is blood-to-blood transmission, for example, blood transfusion. And the famous one is IV drug users or drug addict. And then the last one will be vertical transmission, meaning to say that if a mother has HIV infection, it can be passed down to her children. So going back to the questions, things that we cannot share with HIV patients, of course, the needle that used to inject the IV lines yes. and to avoid to avoid the multiple sexual partner relationship. Things like touching them, talking mm. to them, <clears throat> or sharing the same bed, or even sharing the mm-hmm. same glasses or cups with them will not transmit the disease. Isn't infected or... Yes, oh, will not. <laughs> so, Miss Putri, do you think Malaysians get enough awareness regarding HIV? And do you mind share more about this? Mm, no, I don't think so. Of course not. You know why? Because when people talk about HIV, they will often associate them with people who always have sex, which is totally not true, true at all. Mm. It can also be inherited from pregnant mothers. So Malaysian people need to be open-minded and educate themselves with information about HIV. 
As for government and authorities party, they have the right and chance to spread the awareness wider. Um, I guess that's what we are lacking now, right? The awareness in yes. India. Mm, that's true. true. Yeah. Dr. Saliza, people assume that if you are infected by HIV, there is no other way to save the patient. Can you explain more about this? No. That's not true because there is a way, in fact, ways to save patients. Mm-hmm. Even though, even though there is no curative treatment yet, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. HIV patients who get effective treatment can have a healthy long life with partner and as well as having healthy babies. Mm-hmm. So treatment for HIV patient is heart, H-A-A-R-T. It's oh. a new, yeah, it's oh, a pneumonia okay. for highly active antiretroviral therapy. So heart consists of combination of at least three medication of antiretroviral drugs, at least um, um, from at least two different classes. Mm. This combination is required in order to successfully suppress the HIV replication. I know it's very detailed, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. Basically, uh, patient need to take the medication twice daily, as I mentioned before, usually 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Mm. And patient need to follow the exact time and we will always ask patient to set a reminder in the food. Uh, okay. So the goals uh, of the heart is actually to maximally and durably suppress the plasma HIV viral load, reduce HIV-associated morbidity and prolonged survival, and of course, improve the quality of life and also to prevent HIV transmission. So the thing that I would like to highlight here is the prevention of HIV transmission. Mm. Because this is very important in the vertical transmission, as I mentioned before, mm. the mother-to-child transmission. Okay, so HIV can be transmitted uh, from a mother to her baby during pregnancy, birth, and oh, also breastfeeding. yeah, breastfeeding. Mother to child transmission is the most common way that children get HIV. Oh. So yeah, so it is recommended to test all pregnant women for HIV and start HIV treatment immediately because it can lower the number of babies who are born with HIV. Oh. Okay, if I can say, if a mother with HIV takes HIV medicine daily as, pre- as prescribed throughout the pregnancy and childbirth and gives HIV med- med- uh, medication to her baby for four to six weeks after giving birth, the risk of transmitting HIV to the baby can be less than 1%. Oh, wow. Uh, that's why I said uh, HIV patient can have a healthy baby. That is very detailed information, doctor. Thank you so much. Now very let's moving you. on. <laughs> now let's moving on to the last segment, which is the responsible party to get involved in lowering the cases and avoid the disease become uncontrollable. So to Dr. Saliza, which party do you think are responsible in taking care of these HIV patients that been diagnosed with HIV at the worst stage? Okay. Um Right, to be honest, it is a multidisciplinary team management. Usually when patients presented to hospital, it is always uh, at the worst stage because HIV infection at early stage is asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. Meaning to say that the patient will not aware that they have been infected because there are no symptoms. Ah, it's, it means like a silent Yeah, silent? yeah, silent, oh. silent disease at early phase. Nah. Okay. Yeah. But once the disease has progressed to the latest stage, mm-hmm. then the patients start to develop all kinds of symptoms and complications. Mm-hmm. So in order to treat them, 
we will need expertise from other department, for example, surgical team, and sometimes we need ONG team too oh. to help in treating these uh, HIV uh, infection. I see. Okay, um, back to Putri. What about you? How do you think um, that the government can help on reducing these uh, HIV cases? Alright, so um, actually I'm not sure. Maybe sex uh, education at, at an early age. Mm-hmm, and yes. Honestly, I learned it from my friends and myself out of curiosity. Uh, and other than that, maybe they can approach the media and use it to spread information regarding HIV. And it is just not a uh, Ministry of Health respo- responsibility, mm-hmm. but actually we as community together can contribute and help in spreading the awareness. Yes, right. Of course, we mm-hmm. as a com- community mm-hmm. need yep. to spread take the part. awareness. We have to yep. take part in all this, right? So in your opinion, um, what can the patient do to avoid themselves from infecting the disease to family members or other people, doctor? Alright, as we discussed before regarding transmission, there's a lot of things that we can do uh, and share with HIV patients, right? Mm-mm. So there's nothing much that they can do to avoid the transmission of HIV. But the family members need to play a role, uh, sorry, need to play a role mm-hmm. in taking a good care of the HIV patient. We know that HIV patient is very vulnerable and susceptible to all kinds of infection. Thus, if family members have a flu mm-hmm. or a cough, etc., mm-hmm. please do have a distance with them. Not to forget the emotional part. Mm-hmm. As a family member, we really need to give a full moral support so that they will not depress or develop any mental health disorder. So, before we end this episode, let's listen to the last PSA regarding public relations in UITM Sha'alam. Hi guys! Do you interested to be a successful public relations practitioner? Did you know that UITM can provide you the best public relations studies and prepare you for the industry? Yes, UITM offers subjects that really prepare you for the current industry, such as digital storytelling which should study about effective social media planning. And the most interesting is you'll be exposed to different fields of public relations. Plus, one of the public relations subjects is writing, as this is the most important skills to be a very productive public relations officer. We are known as a company's image representative, so we need to provide the public and media with a very good press release. Moreover, the lecturers in UITM Shah Alam have already prepared themselves with enough experience to teach the future public relations officer in Malaysia. So, let's join public relations in UITM now. Alright, so um, any advice for the listeners from you, Doctor um, and Putri itself? Alright, so um, I have nothing much to say, but to mm. those who is having high risk to get infected with HIV, please and please go to the nearest clinic to do mm-hmm. the yeah. HIV screening. Yeah. So, and as for me, I really, really hope the community could give full support that they able to give to the HIV patients and may all people be more aware and educate themselves about HIV. I would like to express our gratitude to our guest speaker, Dr. Wan, Saliza and Miss Putri for the best and compact sharing of information and experiences. Welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and thank you so much uh, to all listeners for spending your time listening to reality and we hope you gain new knowledge from this episode. Goodbye and Assalamualaikum. Hey, let's listen to the tea with reality.